surely there's no other horse that's had 400 starts at the one track? Yeah, that'd be a record for sure. Especially, well, especially for Albion Park and Harness Racing, I, I don't think there'd be too many other horses that have had 400 starts in their life, let alone at one track. Mm. Morning, Darren. That's quite, quite standard. Yeah, morning, gents. There's yeah, a job that, for you. It, yeah, no, it's, it's a standout. He's, that's the most starts at one track alone. There's only a handful of horses that have had more than 400 starts in their career. So for him to have them all at Albion Park, it's, it's a record in itself, and it's a record that won't be broken, I wouldn't have thought. Must just have legs of steel, hey, like Destraos had. Yeah, I was going to say, he'd probably take himself to Albion Park. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Chris. I was actually thinking about that during the week and what would happen, because generally the, the same trainers end up in the same sort of stabling block each or area. If he lowered the float, would he just walk himself in? <laughs> walk himself into the tie-up stalls, turn himself around, he'd be ready for business. Yeah, the amount of time, like if you've done that 400 times, I'm, I'm sure it's, uh, you know, rote learning, that conditioning that he'd know what to do. Mm. When's the, What's the age limit for harness racing, Darren? How long can he go on for? Oh, I think they can go on to their 15, or they might have changed it to 14. Weasel, who's currently running around, he's a he's got the Redcliffe track record for most starts. Um, he did that uh, earlier this year or late last year. He's still going around. He's 14. Fair enough. Chris, um, you want to grab some specials from Darren? Yeah, I do indeed. Uh, Darren, I was just talking uh, to Steve. Uh, the highlight race for mine tomorrow night is that three-year-old race. That's a high-quality lineup. What's the standout race for you on this 10-race program tomorrow night? Yeah, that's a, a great race. In terms of a spectacle, that's that's far and away the best um, race on the card. I thought, Chris, uh, this time of year, I know the seasons are a little bit different and uh, I think this year, being that change of season, there's still a, quite a few trainers working out exactly when horses need to come back into work. And it's traditionally a time where we, you know, see these three-year-olds shut down. But um, this is a high-quality three-year-old race. You've got the likes of Captain Crusader, who's a runner-up in the derby, cashed up, who was in that Rising Sun race. Uh, and then, you know, the ones that are looking to get their name sort of going, Uncle Shank... Hemsworth, our action man. It's just, it's a great race. I'm really looking forward to it. Okay. What is your best bet on the program tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought that came up in race number four, Chris. Horse number eight, cash us back. Uh, he'll get the second line options. He's the lone second line runner. Uh, his effort was really good behind Tommy Lincoln, I thought. And then... Um, Two starts back, he had to do it the tough way, and he was only just nutted in the closing stages by our Uncle Sam. Um, I thought this is a nice drop back in grade. I thought there's good good tempo in the race. You've got the likes of Lombo Heaven and Saucy Dreams, both good um, gate speed horses. And the 2100, I thought, just left them a little bit vulnerable. So cash us back. He, he for mine, is the, is the best bet on the card. Okay, cash us back. Race four, number eight. Sectionally, he was so good last week. Just on the, uh, the the map for this race, Lombo Heaven, Saucy Dreams, the stable mates. We spoke with Chantel Turpin yesterday. Saucy Dreams has been out of sorts her last couple of starts. Do you think Lombo Heaven holds the lead or do you think Saucy Dreams eventually gets to the front in this race tomorrow night? I, I wouldn't be surprised, Chris, to see a uh, um, what, what you term the, the give-and-go tactics. I think... 
perhaps we could see Saucy Dreams run to the front and then Lombo Heaven actually come back around for a retake. Um, I, I can't see Saucy Dreams leading all the way over 2100 and that's sort of just the form she's been in. She's just tapered off a little bit. Um, she was flying there a while back. I think she's not up to it at this stage if they really had to burn her. Whereas Lombo Heaven, he comes back from a three-start um, an angle campaign didn't really go to plan down there. His form over the 2100 is not too bad. Um, he didn't really, we didn't really get to see much from him last week in that race with Mac Da Vinci and Tommy Lincoln in it. He just got shuffled out of it and nothing then made any ground from the rear. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a, a handover retake. Okay, that might be a really good race for punters to focus on, race four. For mine, I think the class runners are the bottom three. They're all band three rated horses, so they're the class runners. Kian Cruz and Mr. Freeze and Cash Us Back, so might be a good race to focus on. Cash Us Back, I agree, thought he was terrific last week. But his stablemate, Kian Cruiser, his past two runs have been absolutely sensational. So wouldn't be shocked to see Kian Cruiser really challenge Cash Us Back tomorrow night as well. Yeah, you could definitely entertain that. I thought um, that run last Friday, that was really good. And, and like you say, his past two have been really good. I was just, a, oh, I didn't know whether I was sort of expecting a little bit more from from those couple of horses from Gemma here at Stable. I think they just, I don't know, tapered or whether they were just up for the carnival and then we've just seen a couple of starts where they're not sort of where I thought they would be at, but they've certainly come back now. Keying Marvin, uh, a particular one of note. I thought his race there a couple of Tuesdays ago uh, was his for the taking, but he wasn't quite at, up to it. And then uh, we saw him come out on Tuesday and score a good win. So I'm hoping that form translates for, for Cash Us Back and, uh, and certainly cashed up in the uh, three-year-old race. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, just on the free-for-all race two tomorrow night, uh, last week we had the upset, Cardinals from heaven. This race appeals uh, as a much more even race right from the very start once the field was declared. We saw Tommy Lincoln conquer, uh, conquer Mac Da Vinci last week. Uh, barrier draws have been flipped this week. Mac Da Vinci draws inside of Tommy Lincoln, just went through those markets with Tab, and they've both been a little easy. How do you see the free-for-all race two tomorrow night? Yeah, well, I was the other way around last week. I thought Mac Da Vinci would be able to get the better of Tommy Lincoln, and uh, I thought on face value, Mac Da Vinci was probably a, a little bit disappointing. I thought um, Tommy Lincoln w was there to be uh, gunned down in the closing stages, especially ran that middle half in 55 7, but uh, he was in for the fight, and Mac Da Vinci couldn't get past him. So I've, I've flipped this week. I, I've put Tommy Lincoln on top. Um, gate seven, obviously no luxury, and not really sure where how this race maps. Will the Wizard, I thought, probably gets his chance to go to the front and try to hold on. Um, interesting, you hear you mention the support for our Uncle Sam. He's certainly a horse that, uh, at his best, w would have this at his mercy, you would think. But uh, it's just hard to get a gauge on our Uncle Sam. He seemed to be out of form there for a while, and then he bounced back with that win two starts ago. That was a pretty good win. He, he made good ground over the closing stages. Draws inside the second line here with the early scratching. Um, the only runner off the second line, so he can pop off early, I guess. But um, he's certainly a horse that can, can feature here. And uh, Mac Da Vinci, I'm just, like I said, I'm not sure where where he runs. I thought his best pattern was coming off the speed, but we've 
seen. The win he's scored here in Queensland was from the front end. He couldn't run down Tommy Lincoln this start. So I'm just a, a little bit of a, at a loss where I actually line Mac DaVinci up. Yeah, although well, both very similar sectionally, Tommy Lincoln, Mac Da Vinci last week. I agree with our Uncle Sam. He's a little hard to follow, and Queensland ha- hasn't been a happy hunting ground for him. But sectionally, it was more than okay. Just the start of this race, and I'm glad you touched on it with Will the Wizard, drawn in uh, gate number three. Uh, he- he's normally a go forward horse. He's fresh up, and it's 2138 metres, which is just a little bit of a concern. Northview Hustler. He's third up. Do they make a play for the lead and try and hold the lead? Is this their perfect opportunity tomorrow night to bounce back into the winner's circle? Well, it's it's certainly... Um, he'd, he'd have the speed to lead if they want it, that's for sure. He's, he really can fire off the arm, Northview Hustler. And we've seen him, when he is in front, he, he can be pretty hard to run down. Uh, his last win was actually over the 2100. He led from gate, uh, probably it was maybe one or two on that occasion. So he's certainly a horse that you could entertain um, holding the front. And, and with those main dangers drawn wide, it probably is the perfect opportunity. And adding the, the extra fact that Will the Wizard um, having to step up to sort of open company this week, a little bit, few question marks on him, it's... Um, You'd certainly think it'd be in the back of Alban's mind that that's an option. Mm. Tommy Lincoln for you there in the free-for-all. Let's focus on the quaddy. Race five tomorrow night. This is the first leg of the main quaddy. Races five, six, seven and eight. The double on five and seven, triple six, seven and eight. Do we go one out here in this first leg with Governor Jujon? Break down his effort last week. How did you assess him? Yeah, I thought it was really good. He... Um, he was content to sit outside his stablemate Virgil. Um, I think the knowing that he's probably got a bigger fish to fry later in the season. I think um, you know first up from an injury that you don't really want to go deep to the well first up. So I think it was good. His times were okay. His trials weren't you know super strong leading into that. He'll take good benefit. But I think this week back to the mile. Um, even though he draws a little bit tricky, I think we can go one out. If there is a danger, double or nothing, this horse is absolutely knocking on the door. And um, if Governor Jujon is still a little bit vulnerable or has to work too hard, I can certainly see double or nothing being the one to overturn him. But I'm happy to go one out with Governor Jujon. Uh, he's six from eight over the mile at Albion Park. So um, certainly back to the mile suits, even though he is so strong at that middle distance as well. Okay, so going with six, Governor Jujon, second up, one out in the opening leg. Race six, this is a a difficult race to assess. Key runner here is a horse that you probably know well, Beast Mode. He's transferred to the stables of Grand Dixon. He's a a former, what do you say, Bathurstian, and he's now in the stables of of Grant, and he lines up on a Saturday night, no trial. So respect straight away. What do you know about Beast Mode? Is he good enough to take this fresh up? I don't think... Fresh up. Uh, I think there's a couple of horses there. He might just have to work. does have good gate speed, but my map has him sitting outside the leader here, Chris, and I, I think that might be a little bit too much for him first up, even though his name would suggest he could, uh, he'd could he be able to do that. Um, and to answer your question, yes, Bathurstian is, is the correct uh, term for a native of Bathurst. So... Um, but uh, Beast, mate, I, I thought he had to work. I thought this was a really good race to play um, the exotics, Chris. I thought rock and roll dude, great gate speed horse, gets to the front. I thought uh, Beast Mode sits outside of him. 
I've marked the ideal dancer on top. I think he's ready to win a race. Was pretty close up behind Virgil last week. Got the sit on Virgil and took one last dive. Only came up one metre short on that occasion. I think he's ready to win um, since he's arrived with Stephen Sini. So uh, from a quaddy perspective, I thought the numbers could be one, three, five and eight. I thought good as it gets. He's This is a race that's not too far out of his reach either. He's ready to win a qualifier when, it, when the map suits. But from a, a, a quaddy, one, three, five, eight, but also from a, a trifecta perspective, I thought this was the best trifecta race playing those numbers. Okay, so it's a good race to play there. Race number six, race seven, we've just touched on this briefly, the three-year-old race. How many do we need to play as far as the quaddy is concerned? Yeah, I'm happy, again, to go one out here, Chris, with Captain Crusader. I'm a little bit concerned with the map, whether he does um, have that early firepower to withstand... Um, what is likely Hemsworth taking a good shot early. I thought they certainly need to, um, to to pull the trigger with him from that good gate. He's shown good speed from wider gates over the mile. The 2100 is obviously a big concern, but I thought Captain Crusader, if, if he does get crossed, he's certainly going to be wound up early, and um, I think they might even look at popping off early if he is crossed. I think he is the the strongest horse in the race. He did so well through the Constellations Carnival from bad gates. I'd love to have seen what he was able to produce with um, some better draws through that carnival, but happy to go one out with him, number one, Captain Crusader. Okay, just on cashed up in that race, he had a trial earlier this week. Uh, what did you make of the trial? He was third behind Elder Sensation and Beach Boy Butch. Time was 57.5. Yeah, I thought he... Um, he wasn't asked for much. He's never taken off a helmet throughout. It was uh, flicked up a little bit just over the closing stages. He just seemed to, I don't know whether he switched off a little bit or um, just to actually keep his mind on the job, whether he didn't actually switch off, but just making sure he, he finished it off. But, uh, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a steady trial, I thought. He wasn't really asked for it. So um, that's probably kicking him over since that... Um, that Queensland Derby run where he had absolutely no luck at all, was wide, had a look for a spot, couldn't get one, had to go all the way back to the rear. So um, it was a good trial, like you mentioned, the, the winner of that trial, and I thought the, the runner-up in that trial, Beach Boy Butch, certainly one to watch as well. Mm. Captain Crusader cashed up. Uh, both breeders challenge eligible, so they're gearing up for a much bigger target in the in the coming weeks? Yeah, so that's, that kicks off sort of October, um, down in New South Wales, so I guess they'll they'll head back there. Captain Crusade, obviously at Menangle for um, for Ricky Alchin, and um, Cashed Up could go back to Bathurst or to George's Plains, just outside of Bathurst for for Gemma Hewitt. Back to we saw her father Bernie. He's gone back. Um, certainly, she'd have the option to to send him back if she wants to stay here in the good weather and in the in the good part of the world of Queensland. Yeah, absolutely. So one out there in that leg. And how do we finish off this last leg? The, the Mayor's qualified. This looks fairly open. Number of chances. Mataki Magic now in the care of Grant Dixon. So it's not an easy race to assess. No, it's not. And I thought we could play this really wide with those two runners we're anchoring with uh, Governor Jujon and, and uh, Captain Crusade. I've, I have marked Mataki Magic on top, number two. Certainly gets the gate to, uh, to capitalise here. Good gate speed, Mayor. Just worried out of it last week, or last time out behind Miorca. Miorca's obviously a mare in great form, has put three together. Hot and Gold is a bit of a query runner, the four. Haven't seen her 
Um, for a while, last time we saw her, she's defeated Our Action Man and Charming Charlotte. Both of those horses have since uh, gone on to victory. So hot and gold, whether she's fit enough first up here. That's a query. Quick Step, I thought, is in the mix as well. She could be uh, better with a fresh and feels like a winner. She's going really well, this mare. Has had to tough it out um, in the last couple of runs from from wide gates. So, um, or the wide gate this time is certainly going to make it harder for her. She had better gate last time. Um, and the other one that we could certainly entertain is... Uh, so the numbers there, two, four, six, seven, and nine. So um, hot and gold feels like a winner. AJ Breezy Rose, that's the one that I couldn't think of. It's number six, going really well this mare for Colin Godden, as is most of his team. I don't know whether he's considering staying here longer term as well. A, a visitor from Victoria having great success. AJ Breezy Rose, a last start winner at Redcliffe. Okay, so those numbers, two, four, six, seven, and nine. So six only in the first leg into one, three, five, eight, one only, two, four, six, seven, and nine. So a grand total of $20 for 100% of the quaddy tomorrow night. Yeah, I thought that was a, a pretty good way to play it with those two one-out uh, selections. And obviously, um, if you wanted to go some insurance, I thought double or nothing, number nine in the first leg, and I thought uh, you'd probably throw in cashed up the the eight in that third leg, but I'm happy playing it like that. And uh, we delivered the quaddy last week with a nice return, so let's hope we can go back to back. What did it pay? 525. How do you know that Something. so quickly? And yes, sir, no, sir, that we've been doing over the past couple of weeks, Darren. You, yes, sir, that's obviously going to be race four, number eight, cash ass bag. What's the one in the market tomorrow night that you're just a little bit uh, cold on? Yeah, well... Uh, it's it's hard hard tomorrow night. I thought um, there's probably not going to be anything really outside of uh, Governor Jujon and um, the, Captain Crusader. They're probably the real two short ones. I uh, and, and Total Diva in the last. Um, I thought again you mentioned that Chris Total Diva was Firebug. I thought that's another great Cornella exactor race one two two one. So. Um, if there was one, I thought Virgil, race one, number one, he's going to come up probably the favourite, I thought. Um, gets gate one. He's had two wins his last two starts. Probably just um, over the 21 in this race, he would be the one that I would be... Um, he's probably my no-sir this week. I just think it's a race that he might just cop a little bit too much heat in the run here if Blackhawk Joe gets forward and tries to throw it down to him. So... Race one, number one, Virgil. He's a no-sir from me. Okay, so race four, number eight, the best bet, the one that mm, not so much. Race one, number one, Virgil. Now, Darren, you do all the uh, the form and you put it up on the Racing Queensland website. So for our listeners and punters tuned in this morning, the dashboard that you provide each and every week, is that now available for us tomorrow night's meeting? Yeah, that's up on the... Um, if you just go to the Racing Queensland and the Harness News, it uh, it bobs up there, and that's got all the information there. We, this week, driver to follow is Nathan Dawson. Nathan's got a great book of drives, and um, that that battle that we've spoke about on Wednesday between him and Pete McMullen certainly going to be good uh, viewing over the next couple of months. But I thought Nathan's got a great book, Blackhawk Joe, our Uncle Sam, our Bondi Beach, Notorious, Captain Crusader, AJ Breezy Rose, all horses with really strong winning chances. So uh, we got that. We've got three horses that, if you like a leader to get on, um, a few stats there and, and the quaddy numbers along with uh, a best bet and a best trifecta.
Yeah, it's well worth checking out. Some great work goes in each and every week. So the dashboard, you'll find it on the Racing Queensland website and it's uh, easy to find and uh, vital information for that card of racing coming through the Metro card tomorrow night at Albion Park. First of 10 at 5.42.